Who's ready to get scared? <laughs> we ain't going. <laughs> what? We ain't going to sleep tonight. <laughs> I'm going to fumble my words a lot today. I can feel oh, it. Oh, no. <laughs> we ready? You ready, Ash? Yes. Okay. I'm putting all of that in. Oh. A thousand percent. Oh, welcome to <laughs> unsolicited. Oh, welcome to the <laughs> welcome to the podcast, guys. Ew. Hey, that was that. on me. Wait, do you do you welcome to the <laughs> Oh no. Oh no. I feel it. <laughs> we got the we got the sillies. We can't Ash, we gotta get serious. I'm pulling together. Get where I'm we are. Mess. I'm a mess right now. Um Wait, are we really recording? Yeah. Oh, what's up, guys? <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> Jared and I normally record first thing in the morning. It's like three. <laughs> Good. Good talk. <laughs> Guess what? So, remember when Ashley murdered my dreams and my future? <laughs> of um, Terrence Factor Fiction. Oh, wait, can we? Wait. Why? I would like to take a second to apologize to everyone whose feelings you're, I hurt. You're only apologizing just, because they wanted blood. I feel like you guys were coming after me because I shared, I shared a feeling, which this is supposed to be a safe place. <laughs> Not for me. And you guys came for blood. Yeah, everyone is I'm so I'm so pissed. sorry. I was so excited. The next day, Lexi, <laughs> who we've talked about before, she was like sending screenshots of some of the stuff you guys said. And I was like, you guys were pissed. <laughs> Victory. So I was going to start with this, but this is fine. We can still talk yeah, about it. Absolutely. So going with the Halloween theme, um, there is a list that's out that changes every like it changes in uh-huh. rankings of the worst Halloween candy of each year. Okay. So this is 2021's list. Okay. Can you guess? Should we go from 10 to 1 or uh, uh I think worst is 1, right? So No worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so let's okay, start 10. 10 up. Okay. So number 10. Do yes. you have any guesses? I'm guessing some kind of like candy corn flavored, weird flavored candy corn. Ash, you just, that's number one. Get out of here. I'm so proud of you. Yes. I don't know why I wouldn't guess that. Like, I don't love candy corn, but it's every, how is it everywhere if you know, no one likes you it? Know where, you know where I got that from? Where? I listened to My Favorite Murder and they talked about some weird flavored candy corn. Oh, okay. And it was like Thanksgiving flavored candy Ew. corn. Yeah, I've seen like the color, like different yes, color. Like weird, weird colored. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to read them then. So, number 10, black licorice, which to me, that's number one. I think that's the most disgusting candy ever. Licorice? (laughs) Licorice. Good and Plenty? I'm not a fan of Good and Plenty's either. Me neither. Tootsie Roll? I mean, again, I don't like it, but it's been around longer than me. I I like a Tootsie Roll pop. The pop. Yeah. How many licks? (laughs) (laughs) Number seven, Mary Jane. (laughs) Are they talking about marijuana? The drugs? <laughs> when they eat the drugs? The weed? Um, number six, those weird wax Coca-Cola like bottles yeah, that I've you never, buy I've off. never been a Disgusting. fan of those. Uh-uh. Um, 
net neko net wafers those like flat weird I love candies. A wafer. I don't what is that verse? I don't know what that says. Hmm. I think it's not oh, anyways. <laughs> um number four, Smarties. Got four. That was surprising to me. Oh, Smarties. I like Smarties. Yeah. Um, number three, it says peanut butter kisses, but they're like the like all one single color wrapped. Like it looks like taffy. So I don't know what that means. What is that? No. I don't number know. two, circus peanuts. <laughs> I've seen those okay. too. They're like the squishy ones. And then number one is. is candy corn. Interesting. That's, that is a surprising list to me. It is a weird list. I don't know why I feel so invested in this list, but <laughs> everyone. I can't wait to check <laughs> next year. See who's moved up. Welcome back to October series. This is uh, our second week. We are back and we are ready for your guys' scary stories. Yes. As you guys know, we are an advice podcast, but for the month of October, we're just here to read your scary stories yes. that you've sent in. I just want to take a moment here to thank everyone who purchased our October series merch. <laughs> yes. Y'all are the realists. We love you the mostest. And uh, we would really love if you guys can, you know, take a selfie, take a picture, whatever, and tag us on Insta. Um, we want to see you guys and we want to repost it and we want to chat with you guys um, yeah. because we just s- deeply appreciate the support. Yes. Uh, my dream is to be like walking somewhere and see someone yeah. in it. That would be so cool. Yeah. So today, today is um, October 4th. And we're recording for the second the next, yeah, episode, mm-hmm. but this is the first day of October series for our listeners. Yes, 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 because we record a week prior. Yes. So, yeah. Um, I went to my one of my favorite smoothie spots yesterday, and I met some listeners mm. who somehow recognized me, even though I looked one a wreck, and two I had a face mask on. And face um, mask. Oh, like a you know. I don't know. I was picturing like those sheet, sheet masks. Mask. I was like, Ash. <laughs> We know you like self-care, Joel. <laughs> um, and so I sat and chatted with him for a bit, and it was her and her boyfriend, and they were like, we are so excited for the October series. Uh, I don't remember it. your guys' names, but y'all know who you are. I feel and like we have it was a spike great. in guy listeners for just October Just series. October, yeah. It makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, same. Um, I will say, this year is definitely the year of like ghost stories, which yes. I personally... <laughs> I don't love. Y'all need to calm down with it's the ghost, scary, spooky dude, ghost stories. I'm, I had a, I've had a hard time going to sleep a couple times since reading this. But yeah, so if anyone has like, you know, mm. a normal I almost got murdered story. A normal? <laughs> would love. We just want your basic, yeah, like I almost died. Yeah, traumatizing thing. <laughs> yeah, the ghost ones, like. The ghost ones get They you. get me. They get me too. They get me. I was thinking about it late at night and I was like, stop Ashley. So I put on a Pixar movie to help you myself have to. go to sleep but yeah. you guys go into detail which we asked for but this the spooky ghost ones they were like haunting ones they are in my brain now yeah. and i can't get rid of them so but on a plus me and jesus are getting real close <laughs> i I'm say praying. my prayers every night <laughs> every night every day today's episode is brought to you by angie Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... 
I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you guys have not heard of Book of the Month, where have you been hiding? Me and Ash are both on the journey of trying to be readers. She's definitely there. I'm on my baby steps way there. So obviously we were so pumped to partner with Book of the Month because their mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. And guys, they literally make it so easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick the five to seven of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you cannot go wrong. And they offer great prices on new release hardcover fiction, much cheaper than other options. Shipping is always free and it's super fun. Books are delivered in a bright blue box. A fun app to pick your book and track reading process is available and they have reading challenges with rewards. My December read was so epic. It was called Butcher and Blackbird. And let me just read the little sentence they give you that totally sold me. Serial killers need love too. Don't take our word for it. Read this biting, steamy, and edgy murderers to lovers tale. Like, come on. Like, it totally sold me. If you guys would like to check out Book of the Month, just head on over to bookofthemonth.com to pick a book and join Book of the Month. For a limited time, you can join and get the first book for just $5. Just use code unsolicited. Again, that's bookofthemonth.com, code unsolicited. Happy reading. Um, I called dibs on going first. She did. One of the first things she said when we walked into the studio was dibs on going first. Dibs on going first. Yeah. Um, This is a straight up movie. Oh my. Like, I wish I hired a voice actress. Oh. I should have. Yeah. But it's fine. Um, It would be cool. I was talking about this with a friend the other day. It would be cool if our listeners could tell the story the only thing is like i feel like if you aren't like if you aren't good at reading out loud which most people aren't including myself yeah um it just takes away from the story yeah yeah, yeah. but i I would love for you guys to be able to like tell your story yourself and like have written it out and read it but you know i don't know if you think of yourself as an exceptional story reader maybe maybe put that in the email maybe we contact you that'd be fun Jeez, Ash, don't throw out these promises. <laughs> I said maybe. <laughs> Say maybe before everything and then you're fine. So maybe. <laughs> so maybe. Um, okay. 
my story, and this one, like, you gotta like buckle, like, get into it because okay, okay, it's okay. long. Wait, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit back, I'm sit gonna, back, I'm gonna enjoy the relax, show. Relax and welcome back to October series. Cute evil laugh. That <laughs> <laughs> was so throaty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so this story is titled "Not Just a Bunch of Hocus Pocus." Clever. Oh, this isn't a ghost story. Duh. <laughs> okay, Terry. Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't. What anyways, just happened? I don't know. Anyways. Okay. So it's finally that time of year when the air is graced by the wind chill, pumpkins illuminate doorsteps, and most importantly, my favorite podcast shares scary stories. Eee, that's us. Like, we're in a book. <laughs> that's how I felt. I couldn't help myself but to write in and share my experience as a young girl. I hope you both enjoy it. I love the podcast. All right. To begin, I need to preface the story a little bit. To start, my name is Mirabel, and back in 2007, when I was a kid, 13 to be exact, my parents finally agreed to let me go visit my great-grandmother, who lived in a small town in Massachusetts for fall break. I couldn't have been more excited. After all, I had only seen her a few times when I was a toddler and was curious to learn more about her. To make a long story short, she was never close to the family and always stayed her distance. My mother always said she felt there was something a bit off about her, but what are in-laws for, right? Mm. <laughs> so true. Or sometimes that initial gut feeling is just spot on. I remember it like it was yesterday. The taxi pulled up to the house and I ran up to the porch of an old Victorian style home. It looked like a life-size dollhouse, to be more precise. Of course it did. I know, I know. I couldn't wait to tell my friends about this, as we were all from a very suburban neighborhood. The top of the house had a widow's walk lookout that you could see for miles over the treetops. It had a porch that creaked as soon as you set foot on it. I knocked on the door only to be greeted by my great-grandmother with a frown upon her face, almost as if she was annoyed at my presence. She was a tall yet stern woman who wore a long burgundy dress along with a pearl pin in her hair, and around her neck held a collection of keys with ends in the shape of a moon. I leaned in for a hug, but was shrugged off and told my room would be directly upstairs to the right, first door in the hall. When I had finally dragged my suitcase up the steps, I knew immediately which room was mine because all the other doors were shut. I thought it to be odd, but decided I would ask for a tour of the house later, or at least be offered one. I really wanted to explore the lookout and see all colors of the leaves changing. After I had unpacked, I headed out to the hallway to go downstairs, and the entire time, I felt like something or someone was watching me from down the hall. Mm -hmm. Needless to say, I was not looking forward to nighttime. (laughs) Dude, I've stayed at places where I'm like, this is going to be a long night. Like, I'm not going to sleep. It's terrible. Okay. I immediately felt like coming here was a mistake, but I knew I couldn't leave considering I had spent over two weeks begging my parents to let me go. I knew I would just have to make the best of it. As I descended the steps, I was greeted by my grandmother at the bottom, and she said, if you would like to prepare some dinner for yourself, the kitchen is open. I have some errands to run and won't be gone long. Stay out of trouble and don't go into the room at the end of the hall. 
Dude, what? Straight up Beauty and the Beast. Honestly. The West the Wing. West yeah, Wing. Yeah. Okay. And that was that. Plain and simple with no explanation of why. So being that I was quite hungry from the travel day, I decided I could maybe find some bread and peanut butter for a sandwich. She returned within 20 minutes carrying a basket full of thyme, rosemary, and dried roses. I asked her what those things were for, and she replied, haven't you heard curiosity killed the cat? And she chuckled a, a bit. response. Yeah, a bit under her breath. She continued, this is a busy week for me and my social group, so I hope you brought things to entertain oneself. Afraid to ask why she was busy, I told her it wouldn't be an issue and that I had brought some coloring books, crossword puzzles, jewelry making kit, and a few of my favorite Halloween themed movies that I hope she would watch with me since Halloween was only five days away. She then asked, and what would these movies consist of? I listed off a few of my favorite, starting with Hocus Pocus. She said, clicking her tongue, I'll stop you right there. You need no mockery is but a fool's charm. Dude, if anyone what? talked to me Who in this way, she? I would be like, I need a, I need a second. Who She's is terrifying. she? Terrifying. Okay. And then she paced out of the room. Confused at what she meant, considering everything she said sounded like a riddle, I decided to head back to my room. As I sat on the bed, I felt a, the presence of eyes watching me, almost like the walls were looking. I called my parents to tell them I was settling in. I didn't dare tell them how much I regretted my choice of fall break. <laughs> Darkness hushed over the house at sunset, and I dreaded trying to go to sleep, no matter how tired I was. My grandmother once again came from what seemed like nowhere to tell me her rules of lights out by 9 p.m. and not to leave the bedroom unless it was for a bathroom emergency oh. in which I should ring a bell to alert her to escort me. What? What is happening? What? What is happening? Oh my God. That's the control, terrifying. The, wow. That's wow. terrifying. I don't like that at all. I left the drapes open since it was a full moon to let some light in because grandmother was definitely not the type of person to own a nightlight. I tried to fall asleep but couldn't seem to without tossing and turning for about two hours. And right around 12.30 a.m. is when I heard a strange noise. It sounded like a voice repeating something over and over again on loop. It sounded almost like it was in a different language. The language was unique and like nothing I had ever heard of. Latin. With heavy eyes. <laughs> what? Latin. I thought you said lad. <laughs> like little lad. Little lad. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> With heavy eyes, I decided it must have been a dream and I went back to sleep. Then around 2.45 a.m., I woke up again. Only this time the voice was louder and less muffled and almost sounded like chanting. I was tired of trying to sleep and didn't care. I was determined to find out where the sound was coming from. Mm -mm. I peeked out around my doorway to see an auburn glow coming from underneath the door of the forbidden room. No. I stumbled out to the hall, careful not to let the floor creak too much under my feet. I pressed my face to the floorboard to see if I could see underneath the door. What I saw chilled me to the core. I saw my great-grandmother with her arms extended to the sky, facing the moon, chanting an unknown language. I froze with fear, not knowing to scream or run. I chose the latter and sprinted back to my bedroom and darted into my bed. 
That's when I decided, screw it. I'm out of here as soon as it's late enough to call my parents. Honestly. Seriously. Yeah. Of course, when I woke up in the morning, everything seemed less spooky than at night, and I chalked it up to being probably a nightmare. As I stumbled down the stairs, still groggy from the lack of sleep, I was greeted by my grandmother seated at the kitchen table. Sleep well, my dear? You looked as if someone flushed your soul out, she continued. Who is she? Just, just. What lurks these halls after sundown is none of your business, and if you expect the rest of your stay to be cordial, I expect you follow my rules. Are we understood? Oh, Girl, her third eye saw you. She's terrifying. <laughs> I slowly nodded my head, yes. She continues, good. I would hate to have to punish you for not listening. Oh, would no. you like some tea and toast? No, nope. she asked. <laughs> Somehow she knew I was up last night. It really wasn't a nightmare. As I approached the table, the strong smell of floral tea wafted through the air. Mm, poison. I put <laughs> death. <laughs> I politely asked if I could have some water. I wasn't about to drink tea. Lord uh, only knows what she put in it. My girl. Mm-hmm. Finally, after choking down some dry toast, my grandmother stood up to leave. I quickly asked where she was going, and she said she was meeting a group of her friends in town to discuss some upcoming events. Curious to how long she would be gone, I asked what kind of event was she planning? She started, it is of the utmost importance that our rich, our traditions be set in place before the 31st of the month. I felt like she started to say ritual before stopping abruptly. She continued, I will be gone for a few hours. Remember the rules and stay out of trouble. Those who seek may not always find what they want to see. I hate this lady. She's so scary. She's scary. Hi. Okay. She finally left, and you bet your bottom dollar, (laughs) I was headed to find out what was in that forbidden room at the end of the hall. I mean, I get it. I get get it, but I'm also... A lot of the times I'm like, don't be an idiot. This time I'm like, let's find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. As I approached the door, of course it was locked, but nothing a good hairpin couldn't take care of. I went up a small flight of steps only to approach a small round table. On the table was a set of candles along with stones placed over what looked to be a pentagram with feathers and dried rose flowers. From behind, I heard a voice say, I'm still watching. I swiftly (gasps) turned, but no one was there. So I sprinted down the steps to the hallway and kept telling myself everything was okay. You didn't hear anything, it's just your anxiety. Now I know what you're thinking. The smart move at this point would be to run out of the house and never come back. Mm -hmm. But my curiosity tempted me to explore the other room upstairs. It was what I assumed to be her bedroom. As I entered the room, I was greeted by her cat that I wasn't even aware she had. (laughs) Her bedroom had huge bookshelves with lots of books, but there was one particular shelf that stood out. On the shelf was bottles that looked looked like they belonged in an apothecary store. Labels on them read, eyelash uh-uh. of cat, no. toenail of dog, no. and a bunch of different dried flowers Absolutely such as orchids. Not. <laughs> there is a picture on top of the dresser of her at a much younger age alongside of 12 other women, all of them dressed in black. 
I flipped the picture over and it read Harvest Coven Seance 78. No. I threw the picture down. I had had enough and I raced to call my parents before she returned home. I called and told my parents everything that had been going on and they agreed to book me the next flight home. It was a red eye flight. How did they not know? But that because they're always she was very distant from the family. But that's one of their mothers. I know. How do they not know? I know. I would never send my child there. Maybe I'm they upset. were under a trance. I'm upset. I'm upset. Give me their email. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna write them. Yeah, but I just know we have the story. So. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we appreciate the content. <laughs> um, okay, it was a red eye flight, but I didn't care. I couldn't wait to get out of there. I was willing to spend the night in the airport if needed. So I couldn't have been more relieved when I saw the cab pull up to take me to the airport. As I told my grandmother goodbye, all she said was, they never stay long, and that's too bad. So much promise wasted, with a smirk on her face. (laughs) She closed the door behind me. I put my suitcase in the trunk and hopped in the cab. As I looked at the house one last time, and there she was, standing at the top of the widow's walk lookout. You couldn't see her face, but a silhouette outlining her long black dress. So that was my scary story of how I found out my great-grandmother was a practicing witch. Absolutely. Let's just say I didn't get the same experience that Marnie Piper had. (laughs) There was no learning to fly on a broom or saving Halloween town, lol. So next time you visit the Upper East Coast and the chill of October is rustling through the leaves, just remember, not everything is just a bunch of hocus-pocus. I... Witching wishes, Mirabelle. Am unwell. (laughs) It was a movie. I was in that movie. Beautifully written. Very beautifully written. Beautifully written. Congratulations. Terrifying. You should write a book. You should write a children's book. Terrifying. 100%. (laughs) About witches. About witches. (laughs) Absolutely. That was really, really, really good. I mean, there's something about, I mean, and this goes both ways. There's something about kids and there's something about old people. Mm -hmm. That's just horrifying Mm -hmm. they don't even have to try sometimes it's just it can be extra scary Mm -hmm. um let alone all of the added things of her being a practicing witch which was so clearly obvious oh yeah from the second you said like a bunch of keys with moon and what shapes. she said, yeah. like how she spoke. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's just, it's terrifying. I would love to know so much more about this. I also want to know, like, obviously, I don't know which one, but one of your parents grew up with this woman. Well, she said her mom always thought she was weird. And then she said that's what in-laws are for. So I'm assuming it was her dad. dad. So I'm like, he either knew and forgot. Or he was just or like, oh, was my like, mom's like quirky, oh, she's whatever. Just, yeah, he was used to it, maybe. But I wonder if like she was more like, di- like held back versus like now it's just her house and she's like, no one's in here, know, I can do whatever man. I want. I, I don't, don't know. know. It's terrifying. I'm like, because like, why would you send? Why would you send your child? Yeah, there? like they obviously felt comfortable enough, but her mom was like, oh, she's a little off. But that's not a little off. That's, that's off. That's red flags. That's scary. I don't like that. I'm a little scared. Mirabelle. But thank you for writing it. I'm so curious. Like, is this something? Do, are, do people have grandparents like this? Is this? Yeah. Is I mean, this, this is a thing. This is a thing for sure. I think it's it's scary the way that she found out. And yeah. then to be kind of like, what is happening? Versus like, if you knew that was like in your family and people like practice Oof. that. Like, that's just a, a scary way to like be like, what is happening? Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, my. Oof. Ooh. Yep. 
Sweet Jesus. Right? Okay. But wasn't that story like you were just like wrapped in it? I was sucked. I was sucked in. That's what I mean. You need to write a book. Yeah. How old is she now? I don't know. I forget how old she said she was. She said she was 13 in 2007. So whatever the math is. (laughs) Mm, I'm not going to try. You want to do it, (laughs) Ash? Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit All right. Wow. That yes. was really good. Yes. Um, very excited to get into mine. Yes. Um, as Taryn said earlier at the top of this episode, we've been getting a lot of more spooky, like ghost like stories. Yeah. And uh, this is one of those. So I'm not looking forward to this. Are you going to make me cry again and have <laughs> no. like residual depression no. after? Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, that was a one time thing. Um, this one is titled The Landlord. I don't like it. (laughs) I already don't like it. (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) So this is also kind of a long one. So get comfy, guys. Okay. You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Hi, Ashley and Taryn. Hello. First-time listener, long-time lover of all things spooky. JK, I hate all things spooky, but I thought this was too good to pass up, so I wanted to share a story with you that happened to me back in my hometown. Hopefully, y'all enjoy. During the fall of 2014, I lived in quite possibly the most incredible loft in my entire hometown. It was a four bedroom with a huge rooftop deck that overlooked the downtown and a movie theater room with your classic college frat stadium seating. We were a throwing distance from the bars and restaurants and right down the street from all of our offices. I I love that phrase. Oh, a throwing distance. A throwing distance. <laughs> I'm like, well, who's throwing it? Because <laughs> me versus my quarterback brother, we're talking, we're talking miles. Who, who's throwing? Who's I love that phrase. I need to know. Just a throwing distance away. I'm going to start using that. Yeah. This week. Yeah. Truly, this was the best spot for a group of recently graduated fellas. However, there were two, let's call them downsides to living in this building. First was that our landlord was our immediate neighbor. And second was that prior to us moving in, our building had been an old church. What kind of church? (laughs) What kind of crockery? (laughs) (laughs) If this wasn't spooky enough, we later found out that not only had it been a church, but the building was the city's first mortuary owned by a man named H.M. Balmer. So, okay, I'm sorry. It was mortuary turned church turned apartment? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> nah. Also, wild, <laughs> they put in parentheses, wild that a dude named Embalmer was an undertaker. <laughs> Get it? That is a freaking dad joke in itself. <laughs> yeah. I digress. Beautiful. They write. And here's the best part. They added a photo of the building. I don't want to. For us to look at. 
Okay. Like the original building. It's not that bad. It, you know what it reminds me of? Like like in Wild West movies, like that would be like the <laughs> yes. bank. The, the saloon. The, the city hall. hundred <laughs> percent, yes. <laughs> it does, yeah. So uh, I'll describe it a little bit for you. It's a brick building. It has two stories, um, two sets of stairs going into two doors, and then like a balcony on the second yeah. level, like a small balcony. I anyway. keep reminding myself to breathe because I'm like, <laughs> it's back to the story. Okay. After finding out this fun little detail, we decided to do some amateur sleuthing to ascertain whether or not the building was going to be a Casper the Friendly Ghost experience or more Amityville horror. Ew. Deep in the basement, past the creaky water boiler and behind the dusty storage boards, we did find something rather unsettling. There was an old door that led to a shed. And when we ventured inside, we found an old concrete slab that the undertaker used as a slide to transport his bodies. Needless to say, we were getting major Amityville horror vibes. As the weeks went on, we slowly forgot about the fear of the building and began to settle in and feel more at home in our space. And we all came to the conclusion that the building was not out to get us. It was just happy to have some company. No, it was just taking a nap. <laughs> she gonna wake up. <laughs> she coming. I live for your commentary. <laughs> so funny. I mentioned earlier that our neighbor happened to be our landlord and we weren't too sure how she would feel about any late late night soirees we planned on throwing. Luckily, she mostly kept to herself and our only real interactions were the occasional wave as we headed off to work. About a month or so after our escapades in the basement of our building, I got a call from our landlord's mother. She said, hey Jackson, have you seen our daughter recently? It's been about a week since we've heard from her. Would you be okay with stopping by her house on the way home and checking in on her? Of course, I said. I distinctly remember that day being one of those crisp, chilly fall days where you start to realize that winter is almost there. Most of the trees have lost their leaves and the nights are getting darker and darker earlier and earlier. As I rode up to my landlord's house, I could see what looked like red and blue lights flickering off the buildings as I got closer and I realized that our street was filled with police cars. I approached the closest officer and said, hi, sir, what's going on? I live next door. The officer replied, do you know the woman who lives here? Oh, no. Yes, she's my landlord, I replied. Her mother told me to check in on her. Is everything all right? I could tell something clearly wasn't all right, and the officer seemed to be rather cryptic. Have you seen your landlord in the past week? Have you noticed any people out of the ordinary coming or going from her home? Did you notice any odd smells or noises coming from the home, he asked. No, everything's been pretty normal, I said. The officer looked back at the house and said, I'm sorry to say this, but your landlord has passed away. If you think of anything that may be important, please let us know. I was pretty shaken as I walked up the stairs to my loft and tried to wrap my head around what had just happened. I couldn't think of anything out of the ordinary that had happened in the last week that could have given me or the officer any insight into how she might have died. All evening, as I looked out the window at my landlord's house, I couldn't help but think about what had happened. 
Later that night, my roommates came home and we settled into our typical chat about how our days were and I was super eager to tell them what had happened just a few hours earlier. But before I could share my story, my roommate said something I'll never forget. Ah, crap. (laughs) Shoot, I already know. There was something weird that happened last night, he said, looking puzzled. I was getting some water last night and I looked across the deck at our landlord's house and I swear I saw someone looking out the attic window right at me. Oh my God. Feeling an intense sense of unease, I asked, do you know who it was? And for clarification, I asked, this was last night? Yeah, this was last night. Again, he looked puzzled. That's the weird thing. It looked like our landlord, but she seemed super weird when I waved. She didn't wave back, so I just assumed she didn't see me. I took a few seconds to process what he had said, and that's when I told them about my day. I told them that our landlord's mom had asked me to check in on her because they hadn't heard from her in a week. I told them when I came home from work, there were police everywhere. And I told them that the officer had told me that our landlord had passed away. I then asked my roommate one more time, so you're sure you saw our landlord last night in the attic of her house? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Why? He asked. And that's when I replied, because the last thing the officer said to me was that our landlord died a week ago. I can't. The end. Happy Spooktober. I can't be here. I don't want to. Ew. I was looking at him. It didn't wave back. It didn't wave back. It wasn't friendly. It wasn't. They never come back friendly. What is that? Okay, 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 okay. We have two options. (laughs) One, it was her freaking ghost who was pissed off. Maybe they were late on rent. I don't know their lives, okay? Right. Or two, it was a freaking killer. (laughs) That stayed in the house for a week. Yeah, yeah. They were they He's returned. A psychopath. They killer. returned to the scene of the crime. But it was a lady. But he said it looked like the landlord. I'm, I don't like this. So I'ma go I'ma go go spirit. I'm gonna go with murder. Murder. <laughs> <laughs> that is much more. <laughs> I hate it. Oof. That was so insane. That was really good. I am unwell. There are so many things to that story that I will be thinking about forevermore. I'm sweating. <laughs> when, yeah, when you're sitting here doing nothing and you just start sweating. I don't like it. That's how I feel, too. I don't like it. Either way, I don't like it. You guys came in with the stories this week. Taryn and I won't be sleeping. Why do we do this? Every year. Every year. I'm every like, year. why do we do this? <laughs> like and then fools. every year, I'm so excited. It's like every time I go to Vegas, I'm like, yeah, Vegas. And then two days in, I'm like, I hate it's this genuinely, city. It's like every time I go to Horror Nights at Universal, I'm always like, it's going to be so fun. And then as I'm walking through the maze, I'm like, why the hell do I do this to myself? And no. then, yeah. Never been. Bittersweet. The only way I will go to Horror Nights is if it's on, what's the... um. Ellen's assistant Andy, who goes to, he is the only person I will ever go through a maze with. Just because I love him so much. He is, if you guys haven't seen it, when Ellen oh takes my him gosh. to Horror Nights and makes Any him walk through. Any average Andy videos are oh like, oh my God, they're hilarious. Gold. They're so, so, so wow, funny. Wow, I'm not well on that one. Well, 
Thanks, I guess, for writing in everyone for <laughs> scaring, scaring the crap us out of us. Um, <laughs> you guys know we are only halfway through. Yeah, October series. There's still plenty of time to send in stories. So let me just take a second here to really, really reinforce this. Um, you can still send in stories. If you have a story you're sitting on, if you know someone who has an amazing story that that maybe doesn't even listen to the podcast, do what you got to do. Convince them to write in or get permission to use their story and write in the story yourself. <laughs> we want to know. We want to hear the stories. All the details, please. Um, I live for stuff like this. I'm currently listening to all of my favorite spooky podcasts mm-hmm. uh, because it's getting me in the, in the mood. The and I'm, I'm living for it. Yeah. All right, to end us uh, end us out, to end close us out. To close us out, um I have a dad joke. Oh, absolutely. Why <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> why? <laughs> what? <laughs> why? I feel like I'm saying the what word is why. Happening? I'm questioning everything in life. Right now. <laughs> why are skeletons so calm? Cuz they're dead. Duh. Because nothing gets under their skin. Oh, but uh, <laughs> cut. That was good. Thank you. That was really good. Thank you. That's um, all I got. <laughs> that's it. As you guys know, if you made it to the dad joke, you're our favorites. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and for joining us in on our spooky series. Um, we'll be back next Monday with another series. Also, shout out to our promos because yes, we've been having way too much fun with it. So good. Uh, follow us on Instagram to see those. And uh, yeah. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly Auto Parts